We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the Game Show Podcast. That's doing an episode right now as you're listening to it. I'm John Baker. I'm Jonathan Montney. And today we're going to talk about stuff. You know, did you ever hear the phrase, did your dad maybe or mom ever sit you down? he did. When you're... (laughs) When you're having a tough time or maybe you're feeling like life is a little uh, unfair, did they ever sit you down and say, little baby Baker, little baby John Baker, Uh it's a dog-eat-dog world. It's a dog-eat-dog world. No, it's a dog-eat-dog world. It's a dog-eat-dog world because my dad's favorite album... Uh, was Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg. My Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. Hey, uh, making and a... it's and he, my dad believes that he, uh, you know, is runs this world, or at least at the very least should. Right, and then, but the debate, you know, on that other side is that women run the world. Girls, Beyonce, which are basically just pre-women. Okay, <laughs> pre-women. <laughs> have you have you read the book Pre-Women? <laughs> No, but I saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's a, it had Timothy Alame in it. Okay, right. Um, yeah, today, wow, what a coincidence. We're going to be talking about a game show mm-hmm. called Dog Eat Dog. Wow. Just like the phrase. Just like the phrase. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, not Doggy Dog, which was a uh, it was a plot point in um, Schmigadoon on Apple TV+. Plus. Apple, give us money for saying that. God, I would love some Apple money. You know what, though? I feel like it's unfair because they don't have enough cash on hand. They don't? They don't have billions of dollars. they have $150 billion? No. Oh. And they don't have it in cash. Oh, okay. Which, where do they keep... We should Ocean's Eleven the $150 billion. It's probably like a Scrooge McDuck situation. (laughs) Tim Cook just Do you think it's in coins? Because if so, it would need to be in a... 40 Olympic pools. Like one of those uh, grain silos just <laughs> filled with Sacagawea dollars. Okay. Is my best guess. Okay. For where they would keep it. Because that's like, um, I guess I never thought about this before, but like a bank, for example. Mm-hmm. Say Bank of America has uh, bank accounts holding, you know, billion dollars or whatever i don't know a trillion dollars sure are we talking electronic bank accounts yeah okay like, like yeah. i have a bank account for sure bank trillions of, America, of dollars right absolutely. so like bank of america has like a trillion dollars uh-huh. so but do they have a trillion dollars in cash? no i think that would be like, like if I, we if well we i guess still... that's like why the run on the banks is a bad thing right because yeah. like during 1929 when there was a run on the banks and they just like run out of money yeah. they can't give you your like, money because they're like well, guys, no, actually hey. you know this whole thing was a lie that's the when the jig none is of up. this money actually ever existed yeah it doesn't ever mean anything at all mm-hmm. uh we made it all up yep 
us and uh, the Secretary of the Treasury. And you know what's beautiful? Is a truth bomb like that didn't change our ways. Didn't end. We just said, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then we just go, hey, guys, if shit's going real bad, the economy is tanking, your money is losing all its value. Mm -hmm. Buy toilet paper. Don't you dare try and get your money. Uh, uh. Don't you dare try and get your money. And then everybody's like, but it's if on like, you if something bad happens because of that. But like if we freak out about gas, though, we can all go and get gas at the same time, though, right? That's mm. not like the banking system. Nope. Also very, very similar. Um, we get long lines and okay. uh, but you don't run high out of prices. We will absolutely. Yeah, we'll run out. Huh. And then you have to go based on whatever your license plate number is on a certain day. And uh, mm. yeah, that was called the 70s. Yeah, or and also whenever a hurricane hits yeah. Houston, yeah. So the seven the seventieth day of every <laughs> every seventieth day also. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into all these dogs eating each other, um, we do you think it's a sexual thing or like a no? Okay, we've got a sponsor. We do. All right. Did you say no to the sexual thing because you don't want to be talking about? dog sex this close to the sponsor you think that would be bad for sure. the image of the sponsor and correct. they might not correct re- this sponsor with us would definitely not get back to us if we talked that closely about it and also an image of my it popped into my head when you said that and i was saying more no to my brain okay. than the image gotcha. like all right so are you struggling in your relationship rude and no then our sponsor today isn't for you okay but if you're experiencing lots of fights or a Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Jennifer lack of enjoyment, a Jennifer lack of enjoyment. Jennifer is a fucking bitch. Jennifer's she can't body. enjoy anything. Yeah. Um, if you're experiencing lots of fights or a general lack of enjoyment when hanging out with your loved one, then you'll want to try Stretch It Out. How does Stretch It Out help struggling relationships? They put you through a program that sends you stretchers to help delay the inevitable of truly fixing your or truly fixing your problems. What stretchers do they offer? First, they send you a puppy. All of your attention can shift to keeping this pup happy and healthy. What if that doesn't work? Next step, they'll send you a baby. Not only will you have to keep this newborn happy and healthy, you'll need to keep it alive as well. Is that all the stretchers they offer? Not even close. For some couples, they'll send a third party to spice it up in the bedroom. Stretch it out is not responsible for one of you falling for the third party, however. Any other stretchers? For show, my dog. They also offer new house, video game system, longer work hours, fun in-laws, dead child risen from their grave, better sex, actual changes that expire after three months, expensive diamonds, engagement, breast enhancement, penis enlargement, facial reconstruction surgery, running for political office, cancer diagnoses, and hair plugs. And then you missed the second line of uh, stretchers, if you could uh, maybe read Denial, mouth tape. Too many hobbies, butt stuff, lots of weddings to commit to. And then you... Awesome and, comma, fun in-laws. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, That's a lot of options. The American consumer loves options. And our listeners will receive 20% off their first stretcher with the code PUSHTHEBREAKUPONDOWN at checkout. Don't break out. Don't break up. Stretch it out. We had a lot of trouble reading this one. And you know what? And it wasn't limited to just me. But I think what happens is I think our sponsors appreciate the improv-like aspect of our unprofessional podcast. And we give it more more time to breathe, really. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, speaking of uh, relationships getting uh, stretched out and being bad and stuff, you see that um, <clears throat> that Instagram girl that got murdered by her boyfriend in, in a national park or something? First of all, allegedly. Is there a body? No. Right, so you can't say she got murdered. Oh, right. No, I just mean that he killed her and she's dead now and he's responsible for it. No, I don't think so. Um, so... So you can't just say that. You can't just throw around accusations like that without all the facts. Okay, okay. So here's... I'll, Do you not follow I'm, the science? I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, Do you not follow the I'll science? Follow this, I'll follow the science Okay, here. sure. Uh, and the, F, the FDA is not going to give this story a booster, all right? So this guy and gal, mm -hmm. she's like 22 and hot. Mm -hmm, correct. Was, probably. No, is um, still. And he's... I don't know. I haven't seen him because he's irrelevant. He looks, he looks like a normal dude. So they go in the beginning of July on a cross-country, multiple-month road trip to national parks and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sounds fine so far. It sounds like... Sounds like a blast. Yeah. And then on uh, August 25th, she posted her last like video. Sure. In uh, the Grand Tetons National Park, I believe. Okay. And then on August uh, 30th, her phone, at least, texted her parents like, hey, we're at uh, Yellowstone. Bad service here. Probably can't get in touch with you for a little bit. Yeah. And so that's August 30th. And August has 31 days, mm -hmm. to my knowledge. Nailed it. On September 1st, her, uh, her boyfriend returns home to his home in Florida. Okay. Alone. Mm-hmm. And her parents don't find out about this until September 11th that he's been back home since in Florida since September 1st when uh, they believe that their daughter texted them from Yellowstone on August 30th about how she can't get in touch with them for a while because mm -hmm. she's uh, in Yellowstone and there's bad service. And uh, so they file a missing persons report. What if she is just doing a tribute to the people... That weren't ever found in the 9-11 yes. yes. uh, horrible accident. You, you, that's exactly where I was going with this. So then the cops go to this guy's house and they're like, Hey, uh, you, where's the girl you were with? And he was like, talk to my lawyers. Yeah, which I there's more in the story, but I do want to say that is if he didn't do it, that is the smartest thing he could have done. Uh, yeah. Okay. If the police ever ask you anything, lawyer is the answer 100%. to their question. I will say. But also, this guy totally killed this girl. And another, I'm going to throw it out, allegedly. A hundred percent. Right. Ale well, 99.9. Allegedly, allegedly, he a hundred percent killed her. <laughs> yes, that is a fair statement. Uh, Because that's, like I said, you yes, the lawyer thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But also he killed her because why would you not like it? It could just all you'd have to do is be like, oh, uh, we got in a fight. Uh, she broke up with me. And yeah. so I came home. We got in a fight and she and uh, I, shot herself in the head <laughs> and uh, fell down into a ditch. Yeah, there was like a hole that I was dug and then the wind came and a blue dirt over the top of the hole she <laughs> fell in. God, it was tragic. You should, if anything, you should put wind on trial here. And so he's refused to be questioned, and now he is also been disappeared. 
last uh, allegedly last Tuesday. He probably went to go find her. He so to help yeah, find he, her. He vanished and was reported missing on Friday. So now it's been like a week and he's been gone. So either he uh, has like a fake mustache and he's on the run somewhere, or he killed himself because he felt bad about killing his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or mm-hmm. yeah, this whole thing was like a. Uh, social media adventure of them on their youtube and instagram and stuff like that dude that would and be how so would you gain more followers other than just being all over the national news yeah. about how you're missing and then he goes out to find her and oh my god he finds her and they're reunited yeah. on youtube.com the only issue with that plan is that you will 100% go to jail uh, for wasting police resources. Yeah, but they don't the, like that. But think about the book deal you get after that. Think about that. I mean, Harper Collins. Money. How many years is that worth to you? I don't know. How many years, how many would years you do you go get to, for that? How many years would you go to jail? Six. For, uh, let's say, a $2 million profit off a of book. Oh, I thought you were going to say murder. Um, six months. Yeah, I don't think you would get six months. You think I get less because I'm charming? No. Charismatic? No. A little, a Ted Bundy of a man? Oh, you think that if you were your own lawyer, you would get six months? You don't think that I could be Ted Bundy if I wanted to? In the sense of what? You just killing women? Or failing miserably in court? All of the... Okay, then, yeah. I guess you have Just an all-around Ted Bundy of a man. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, so... uh, And what's good about this is mm -hmm. that there's no damning previous evidence that could be used, like police body cam of a fight uh, oh a happened. domestic disturbance happening right. in uh utah mm-hmm. on october or august 15th or something like that which like if you're driving around in your house what is there a fucking raccoon uh, okay, that calls is, the this cops is exactly what i was wondering there was a domestic disturbance that ended with the police pulling over the van that they're living with mm-hmm. on the highway so like did one of them called the police from the van while continuing to drive and yeah. being like, my girlfriend slash boyfriend is being abusive. Or? I bet it was her because I think the allegation was he was like, he. apparently she said on the body cam that he just wouldn't let her in the car for a while. He had locked her out of their van. So she called the cops because like. I think she called them, but I don't being know. A little, a little bitch. Can you call the cops for that? Can't, do you think that's what she was Should being? I call the cops after every episode of this fucking podcast that we record on you for being a little bitch? I've never been a little bitch on this podcast. All right. So anyway, speaking of dead people. Yeah. Speaking of game shows. Speaking of game shows, and because if a dog would eat another dog, we're yeah. talking a dead dog. Uh-huh. So that's how we're going to con- uh, tie these two death yes. things well, together. No, I've got a tie in here. Oh. I've got a tie in here. Oh. The Game Show Network... Heard of it? Game Network for Game GSM. Shows. Yeah. Um, I had a show called High Stakes Poker, hosted by Norm McDonald. Sure. He's dead now. And he's one of the funniest comedians alive. No, he's not. He was. No, but now he's dead. Oh. He got eaten by a dog. <laughs> I don't think that's what... Well, if, you, know what, you know what is a dog? Cancer is a dog. Cancer is a dog. So Norm McDonald, uh, last Tuesday, we our podcast comes out on Tuesday. So we didn't know this was going to happen. 
later in the day on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, Norm MacDonald just up and died out of nowhere. Uh, but apparently he'd had cancer and been uh, dealing with cancer for nine years. I almost said battling cancer. But um, battling implies a maybe a win. So that's a uh, he did a he had a stand up bit years ago talking about battling cancer and how it doesn't make any sense to say that. And he said, you know, back back in the day, people just you know, died. They didn't lose a battle. It's kind of uh, it's kind of fucked up that this person has you know cancer and is going through all this pain and then and then they die and the first thing we do is call them a loser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and he said, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, if you die, then, uh, the cancer dies at the same time. (laughs) So that's not a loss. That's a draw. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I was a little prescient. That's a kind of, that's the kind of, that's the kind of hard hitting edgy stuff that he's been doing his entire life. So he, yeah, he's like my favorite stand up comedian. Uh, Can't be in, your favorite because he's world. dead. Uh, and now he's not because he's dead. So he's lost. So that he's title. lost favorite. <laughs> yeah. And now it's Amy Schumer. Uh, who's funnier than Amy Schumer? Um, mm. And there's been, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. You know, obviously, you know, a great, a great game show host on High, high Stakes Poker. He was because he loved poker and he was. He did love. Not he only, loved gambling. He was a gambling addict. Yeah. Um, and he had, because there were originally two guys that would host like the world series of poker that we would watch and one of them was clearly mm-hmm. the goofy comedic um norm Chad. relief correct and the other one was just kind of the boring guy that would talk through the hand and norm mm-hmm. was able to do both of those and he had a high knowledge of poker so he had really good strategy talk yeah yeah he was good but uh he's not good anymore on account of being dead uh and yeah he just he just had cancer for nine years didn't tell anybody and because he didn't want to use it as currency, basically, he resented people that used their personal struggles hmm. to gain sympathy and fame and things like that. So did he hate all stand-up comedians? Yeah, pretty much. He oh, And interesting. he wasn't necessarily shy about letting that be oh, known. Okay. Um, but yeah, and he, so there's a big, I, I won't be the first to say this because it's all over the internet, but a lot of people saying... Uh, I didn't even know he was sick because which is uh, on his on his podcast Norm McDonald Live uh with his co-host Adam Egget, mm-hmm. uh famous Holocaust denier like you. Uh I'm sorry, I know you said not to bring that up before yeah. uh before the episode cuz what what did you say you said I didn't I didn't say I don't deny it. I just think that it it was just a really boring subject. Right. Remember you said uh don't say anything about it because uh you know those Jews get real get real feisty when you talk about their fairy tales. I and... said snappy, not feisty. Oh, sorry. So uh so he, they were they were on the podcast talking about um Hitler. Mm-hmm. And and Norm said, "You know, I think this guy does not this does not sound like a good guy. I think, why why don't me and you Get get some guns and go over there and kill him. And uh, Adam gets said uh, he's he's already dead. <clears throat> and Norm said, "Oh, I didn't even know he was sick." <laughs> so uh, oh, that's been a, that's been a funny refrain on uh, on his death because nobody knew he was sick for 
the last nine years and now he's dead and now uh, I have to take back all the stuff I said that about I can't believe people get upset when a celebrity dies fucking idiots I don't even know that person yeah but I was a little bummed out by this did you cry then no like when you watch those clips of autistic kids making three-pointers that is fucking beautiful. All right. He What's was, more beautiful he was barely autistic, than an autistic guy barely. making a three pointer? He was a guy that that was able to do quick math in third grade and then got on the autistic level. And you and saw was... me cry one time in college and you've never let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's dead. Uh, in other game show news, Jeopardy has some sort of solution for the time being. What if this is our most popular podcast? And we have talked we, we about. We don't even. We talk haven't about... even talked about the show, a show. Why would we? <laughs> We've dug our heels in the sand. This is our game show theme. We do. We're talking this about is our game podcast show. theme. We're talking about game shows. All right. Yes, yeah, sorta. Yeah. Uh, Jeopardy. That's a game show. Also, um, they uh, they've said that at least through November or something like that, mm-hmm. Mayim Bialik is going to host when she can. And Ken Jennings is going to host when she can't. And I don't know why they don't just make Ken Jennings the fucking host. Because Balik is keeping... Balik? What's her last name? Bialik. Yeah. Bialik is keeping Jeopardy in the news with her scandalous side stories. She has a tattoo. And Jewish people are not happy about it is this true is this is 100 percent true well it might have been one of those stories that was like nine people on twitter said something okay, yeah. but yes because apparently it is against judaism right. God, to get like gave you this body correct and, and people are freaking it. out and it's a tattoo i think it might even have been a vaccine related tattoo like on her shoulder like, don't tread on don't vax on me no it was an anti-vax it was more of vax me up all the time i think oh, is what wow. it said whatever yeah. drugs you got shoot them in me yeah that part is a, a fake part that's always that's always a real. funny thing to me be like uh you, your body is a judaism temp- you think bo- judaism is, is is funny to you? Uh, i think a lot of jews are funny <laughs> uh mel brooks Mel Brooks, Norm MacDonald, and Monty Python. Those are my three main. Our friend Jeremy is pretty funny. In his world, I mean, if he, not on purpose. If if the world didn't have commercials, I don't know if he would be <laughs> as funny. Because <laughs> he just quotes them, and he memorizes them all. <clears throat> um. So yeah, speaking of game shows and what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. this one's called Dog Eat Dog. And it's 100% American-made. And it is just... This was produced by Michael Vick. Um, and it is just full-on dogfighting. Yeah. On the game show. And network. whoever is consumed first. So yeah. there's a whole bunch of circles going on with dogfights between two dogs. And whoever kills and eats their opponent first Well, it's like, it's like a weight thing. Because they don't necessarily have to die. But they, met, they weigh the two dogs at the start of the fight. Mm-hmm. And then they start going at it, trying to eat each other. Okay. And then whichever dog has uh, added the most weight and the the other dog has shedded the most, shed the most weight mm-hmm. uh, by virtue of getting those parts eaten by the other dog, <laughs> yeah. then that's who wins. Okay. So <clears throat> that's a, that's a joke. This whole, that whole thing was a, yeah, was a little bit. What do you think is worse? Holocaust denying or joking about dead dogs? 
Because I bet for a large part of the population, it's joking about dead dogs. Who? Like Nazis? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this was a this is another import. We brought this we brought this bad boy over from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the UK for four series, which is their way of saying seasons, even though the whole thing is one fucking series. Uh, where it aired on BBC One from 2001 to 2002. Okay. It was hosted by Ulrika Johnson with two S's because she's a Swedish model, baby. Okay. And presenter. And a Nazi. SS. <laughs> yes, exactly. So she preferred the uh, the Holocaust denying. Right. Version. And she did and write both of her S's as lightning bolts. Yes. So it was brought over to the U.S. on June something, 2002. Hmm. And it aired for two seasons on Fox, I believe. And over here, it was hosted by Brooke Burns. Ooh. She also sounds like a model. You, you fucking nailed it. Did I man. nail it? So she was, she was also, uh, we've already discussed her as the host of the Game Show Network version of The Chase. Um, but she, she's from right here in Dallas, Texas. Really? Where we are. That's yeah. That's cool. She, uh, she was on, uh, here, here's the history of Brooke Burns. Yeah. Give it to me. She was on a Spanish American teen sitcom called Out of the Blue in the mm-hmm. mid nineties. You remember that one? No. No, me neither. Was uh, it like Degrassi, but in Spanish? In Spanish, in Spanish American. Spanish American. So yeah. Spanglish. Yeah. Um, with Adam Sandler. Yes, exactly. Great movie. So good. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it wasn't good. I never saw that. Uh, she was, uh, she 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 was a trained ballet dancer. Okay. And uh, she went to like uh, Romania or some shit like that. That's huge. I mean, it's not a very big country. Uh, to study. Romania is the Harvard of. Were of dancing to study ballet and then when she was 15 she was skiing and she tore her acl no. and uh put a hamper on her ballet career at the time oh, so she terrible. started modeling because you don't need knees to model no nobody cares yeah and so then she became a model and then she got on some t- television shows and then she was on baywatch hawaii and uh then she hosted Dog Eat Dog. Okay. And the way that this show worked was there were six contestants. And it opens with a weird little montage of the day that they sent these six contestants to training camp. Yeah. And training camp is basically like a ropes course. Mm-hmm. And some trivia they have to do. Right. For these people. So that they can practice some stuff and size up what their opponents in the show are good and bad at. Yeah. Why is that important, you ask? A lot of physical challenges. Yeah. There's a lot of physical challenges and trivia challenges and some physical trivia challenges Mm -hmm. in this show. So what happens is that Brooke Burns, our hostess... Who was hot. 
And that's sh- about all she contributed to the show. Hey, that's all she needed to contribute. Uh, now she's still hot, but 20 years older. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years wiser. And she hosts some stuff. She also hosts um, some other show on Game Show Network. Anyway, she reveals what the first challenge will be. And then the six contestants vote on who they think will fail that challenge. She currently hosts Masterminds. Masterminds, thank you. So whoever is voted to do the challenge by their fellow contestants Mm -hmm. has to do it. And if they fail at the challenge, as their contestants presumably think they will, then that person is sent to the dog pound. Mm. Or in the UK version, version, the loser's bench. (laughs) By the way, the show is still called Dog Eat Dog over there. Yeah. But you get sent to the loser's bench. Loser's Here bench the... doesn't even reference anything. It's just the most yeah. literal term. You go to the failure circle. <laughs> uh, so they get sent to the dog pound, which comes into play again later. It does They're not completely gone. Right, from, they could, from they the could break out of the dog pound and no. potentially bite, bite their somebody. opponent. Yeah. Yeah. So they're sent to the dog pound. However... If they're able to accomplish the task, succeed in the challenge. Mm-hmm. They go to the winner's bench. No, that's oh. no. They go back to where they were before. Oh, okay. But they choose one of the people who voted for them to be sent to the dog pound instead. I love that. So you could vote for somebody, uh, never do any of the challenges yourself, and lose, basically. Mm-hmm. Because you voted for them, they succeeded, and they dislike you specifically. Karma, baby. And they would kind of, when they do the votes, go through and be like, Todd, why'd you vote for Jessica? Mm-hmm. And then Todd has to say, well, in training camp, she, she really struggled uh, in the rock climbing portion, so I don't think she's going to be able to climb up this rope Yeah, grab this flag. Jessica was uh, really nervous on the ropes course because uh, she said she was afraid of heights. She did pee herself and slipped on the rope from the urine. So I don't think she's going to do super hot. I don't know why she signed up for this show. So, and then, uh, so I guess like maybe based on those reasonings would color why the person, if they succeed, chooses a specific person that voted for them. Sometimes it was a personality thing. Yeah. The pilot episode, everybody votes for this guy who's kind of gregarious and, and uh and just a short blonde guy and he does great and he ends up winning the twenty five thousand dollars and at the very beginning they say why do you vote for him and almost everyone's like he's a loud mouth and kind of annoying i kind of want to out of here i was like damn all right hopefully he comes back so also there's there's six people so and you can't vote for yourself but there can be ties so if there's a tie, the last person to be sent to the dog pound is the tie-breaking vote. Ooh. Uh, and if it happens on the very first one when nobody's in the dog pound yet, then uh, basically a big old like... Uh, Fight to the death. Yes. Yeah, six-person roulette wheel sort of thing chooses a random person mm-hmm. 
and that person breaks the tie. Got it. <clears throat> so once somebody sent to the dog pound, obviously there are now five people remaining, and the same thing repeats itself with only the remaining people voting again, unless there's a tie, mm-hmm. and then the dog pound uh, breaks that tie for us. So the challenges in this game, like I said, there were physical challenges, mm-hmm. there were trivia challenges, there were physical trivia challenges. Um, some of them were like pendulum swing where you're in this big standing swing thing and the goal is in less than two minutes to go to swing over the bar to do a full rotation okay using your body weight only to propel you seems impossible based on what i've experienced at playgrounds yeah um but i I guess fall down on your fucking head but on a swing at the playground there's looseness to it's like oh it's like what those acrobats do whatever but this one it's a solid solid poles got it so i guess that helps allow you to be able to it's so much easier flip that whole thing over absolutely there's one called the catwalk where you got to put on six inch heels and walk across a balance beam in the sky yeah a lot of these that was way too loud a lot of these challenges were involved uh putting on a harness and being a healthy 15 feet up in the air yeah above like a pool of water Mm -hmm. generally there was like a Climb this rope in the rain. And so like a bunch of water is just falling on you from above and you've mm-hmm. got to try and climb a rope and get to the top. And they did it with like, and there's another rope next to you that's lit on fire at the bottom and the fire is rising and you've got to get to the top to pull this cord to put out the fire before it gets to the top. Mm-hmm. So there's stuff like that. The one that I really liked was there they put a pretty short treadmill suspended uh, really treadmill high. Treadmill trivia? And you had to answer trivia while you were running on this treadmill. And every question you got wrong, they would speed up the treadmill. And the three contestants voted for the contestant named Widow, who was dressed in goth attire. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I would along vote with that thick boots on. Yeah, I would vote for that person. And he said, after they voted for him, I she asked him, Brooke asked him, do you run? He said, yeah, I run once a week. And everybody was like, oh, oh no. And I was like, do you run in four inch thick boots yeah. that are probably steel toed and a healthy five pounds. Um, and he failed. Oh no. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. So the, um, other challenges included one that I just don't think you're allowed to do now mm. called he or she. Correct. Definitely made a note on that. And that was like, they would send out five people all uh dressed like dressed men like men or women right <clears throat> and you had to guess which one wasn't really a man or woman mm-hmm. and what you would do to help uh talk out your answers is you would say things like i don't see any boobs on this one so <laughs> this one's probably a man <laughs> i don't see a bulge that's got to be a chick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was one called Tear Factor, which is a play on the television show Fear Factor. Okay. 
that you had 90 seconds to cry. <laughs> I did not see that one. <laughs> you just had to cry. You had to make yourself cry. Could you like punch yourself? And I don't think so. I think oh. it's just pure emotions. So you just essentially and like the other people are trauma. insulting you at the time, and so you maybe have to like harness that. So people are insulting you. Yeah. So why? But why would you want to do that? That's easy. Like the other contestants would insult yeah. you. Yeah. I would do the nicest insults. Oh God, you're so in shape. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. How yeah, it makes good me feel you like are. an idiot. And then one of the other things that they did in many different ways, just to mix things up, mm-hmm. was strip blank. <clears throat> there was strip hangman. There was strip mini golf. Mm-hmm. There was strip darts. There was strip football toss. And the way any of these worked is basically you were trying to attempt this thing, like Hangman, for example. You would guess a letter. If the letter wasn't there, you have to remove one article of clothing. Sure. And you've got to try and guess the word. And the goal is, uh, or the end result is, if you are fully naked and fail, you fail. Mm. But a lot of people... Uh, specifically the men, because they're cowards with small dicks or whatever, okay. would uh, give up because they didn't want to... They would just say game over? They would just be like, no, I'm just going to go to the dog pound <laughs> instead of stripping fully. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was the same thing. Like darts for each... You had to like get a bullseye, and for each dart you took, you had to take off an article of clothing. I think the golf one was for each article of clothing you took off, you get to get closer to oh, the whole there's a little bit of strategy with the clothes yeah. so this was a big thing they promoted it there was like a commercial i think with like naked brook burns on a uh mini golf course okay um obviously very blurred and almost certainly not actually not naked. naked yeah um but the people the contestants they actually had to get naked when they did it or again they would just be cowards and give up uh and go to the dog pound Got it. Like one guy, I thought this was weird, on the strip hangman, he, and they let you like, you, a shoe, the other shoe, a sock, yeah. the other sock, whatever. And so he had every, he had both shoes and socks off, his shirt off, so he just had on pants and underwear at this point. Nice. And he missed. And rather than take his pants off and be there in his underwear, yeah, he reached into his pants and ripped his underwear from underneath his pants and pulled them out so that he was removing his underwear but leaving his pants on. Okay. As a as a modest gentleman. Maybe he knew that there were uh tire tracks in his backside from but, I mean, poor he, wiping. But then like Brooke held up his underwear. Oh, she did? Yeah. And she didn't mention any tire tracks. No, she didn't mention it. Okay. Um so yeah, and then after that, he gave up because he didn't want to take his pants off. So that was a little anticlimactic. He did the whole underpants reveal, and then it was like, all right, I quit. To be fair, quite a few of the challenges I saw were anticlimactic in that people just quit because they had so I can't fucking do that. 30 seconds left and were absolutely physically exhausted. Yeah, yeah. There was like rope net climbing stuff and that's those are hard to do climbing a rope nets it's so loose it is so loose it's so tighten it up yeah i agree i obviously agree um this also 
had a lot of sponsorships going on. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was always like the net zero countdown clock or the Circuit City. Yeah, you remember that? Yes, there was Circuit City and Net Zero were two big sponsors of, the, of this show. Neither of them exist anymore. Yeah, at least I assume there's got to be zero. There's got to be exist. one Circuit City because the whole idea of Net Zero was like. You can get on the internet for free, but it was dial-up. So nobody cared. Right. But, I mean, I guess people still had dial-up in 2002. But it was going the way of the Dodo quickly at that point. No, Circuit City went defunct March 9, 2009. What about Net Zero? I'll find out. Thank you. But, yeah, they, they sponsor stuff like Circuit City would sponsor the replay board the video board and net zero would sponsor the countdown clock i don't know the tie-in is like because it gets to zero eventually okay yeah maybe so that was it the uh this game goes on playing out as we mentioned until there are just two people remaining then obviously they're gonna vote for the other person so we can't do the voting thing at this point what we do is they compete in a head Two head challenge. Mm. Um, like, for example, they might have to have a, a fish throwing competition. Or they might have to have a, a rope climbing contest. Uh, or walking across a slippery thing while the rain comes, quote unquote, rain comes down from above and whoever falls off first loses, etc. Or... They might have, like you and your sister might, a breath-holding competition. Ooh, that sounds like nobody could get hurt. Well, you'd be wrong there. Why is that? Uh, so the way it worked was you were in this little harness thing, uh, and you're all tied up, and it pushed you down into the pool and held you down there. Mm-hmm. And then you had like a little rip cord on your little vest that was tied to you. And whenever you, whenever it was time for you to give up, you pull the rip cord and there's like a bungee that whoop, just yanks you out of the water real yeah. fast. And so whoever was the first person to pull the rip cord lost. And then there were also like um, <clears throat> scuba men underneath scuba the water. Steves? A couple scuba Steves were underneath the water there too you know, tend to you if you got into a situation where you couldn't pull the ripcord. Mm-hmm. So on the very first episode that they filmed, the final challenge was the breath holding challenge. And there was a guy named Darren on it, and he was one of the final two. So these two guys go into the breath holding challenge. And it's one of those things where, you know, as a viewer at home, you're obviously trying to hold your breath along with them to see how long you can hold your breath. Yeah. Obviously. Anytime Without somebody, all the stress. Anytime somebody is like doing like an underwater dive or something like that in any sort of media, I feel like you kind of just naturally are like, I'm going to hold my breath and see if I can hold my breath as long as this person holds their breath. Sounds like you can't relax and watch TV. You have to constantly compete for I something. I have to be involved. Mm-hmm. So these two guys are <clears throat> holding their breath underwater, whatever. What we see on the show is eventually Darren, I guess, pulls his ripcord and is yanked out of the water. Mm-hmm. The other guy sees this and uh, yanks his, and they they both come up. 
<clears throat> and then we see Darren kind of like hanging in there like a little marionette. And people are talking to him. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And so then we go to commercial break. We come back for the final round. And I guess I'll need to explain how the final round works, which is basically a trivia contest in which the five members of the dog pound have to answer trivia questions. But the top dog a.k.a. the person who has won. Standing next to Brooke. Standing next to Brooke. Decides, based on the category of the question giving, who should answer it. And if three of the five get the question right, he loses. Our winner, our top dog, loses. And if three of them miss, then the top dog wins. And it's a $25,000 prize. What's that do for you? I mean, it's fine. Okay. Uh, it's a $25,000 prize, so either the top dog gets it or the five members of the dog pound split the $25,000. Okay. So in this first episode that was filmed, at least, they go to commercial, and they come back, and our top dog, who won the breath-holding competition, is standing there with Brooke, and then four other people that aren't Darren that doesn't add up. are sitting in the dog pound. That doesn't add up. And then Brooke says... Darren has chosen not to continue. So what's alleged to have happened, at least by Darren, mm-hmm. is that his uh, little ripcord didn't function properly, and he passed out underwater. Oh. Um, and so he definitely alleged that in his lawsuit against NBC. Yeah. Uh, wherein he alleges that he, their system malfunctioned, he was unconscious underwater, and suffered brain damage, and he's never been the same. Oh, no. Now, I'd like you to keep in mind that this was a breath-holding competition, and the other guy saw him get yanked out of the water, reacted by pulling his own ripcord yeah. to get yanked out of the water, there's just no way that this guy passed out <clears throat> and suffered brain damage all while this other guy was holding his breath directly across from him and like able to react in that same time. It was like two minutes total. You it's can go. Long. Yeah, it is long. I couldn't hold my breath for two minutes, but um, I don't think you get brain damage after just two minutes of holding your breath. I mean, you can get brain damage from just bumping your head a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it takes much to technically get brain damage. But anyway, the lawsuit was dismissed. And based on what I saw from this guy, he might have already had some some brain damage beforehand. What did you see from this guy that made it look like? He was a little goofy. (laughs) He was a little goofy. and And you think brain damage. Yeah. Isn't that the first place you go? I don't think so. I think it's the first place most of us go. Mm, that guy's... So do you think Goofy, the actual character, has brain damage? A thousand percent, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the... Like I said, the final two uh, have this competition. One of them dies, potentially. And then the other person is the top dog. And they compete for the $25,000. Mm-hmm. And then the other one sues NBC and has the lawsuit dismissed. <laughs> because you signed a release that said... 
If you die, that's your your bad. Yeah. We're, uh, we're not if, responsible. If you get brain damage, if you come onto the show goofy and you leave goofy, you already had brain damage. But also he did, I, I don't know, because on the show we see him like do the thing and get yanked out of there pretty immediately. So his contention that the thing malfunctioned and didn't pull him up is confusing to me because we saw him get pulled up. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the other guy pull up. Unless there was some, like... Because, again, they still aired this episode. Yeah. And then they just said that Darren has chosen not to continue. But, like, paramedics were called to the scene. We know that. That's a matter of public record. And I know you're Googling it, so it's D-A-R-I-N. I already found it. Okay. So, it it's a matter of public record that paramedics did arrive on the scene. So we don't know how long the show was delayed before they continued. But it looked like in the episode, he pulled his thing, he got yanked out. The other guy saw it, pulled his thing, and was yanked out a second later. But I don't know, was there some uh, crafty editing? Was he actually uh, stuck under there, passed out, and then the other guy pulled his thing first and was yanked out? And then the producers responded by yanking Darren out and then they edited it to look like, well, okay, so Darren's lost because he passed out. Yeah. But we'll make it look like he lost by getting yanked out and then the other guy gets yanked out. I don't know if there's some manipulation going on there from the from the dog the dog eat doggers. Um but I like it looked like on the show they Played it by the rules. He was yanked out when he was yeah, supposed to be. You don't see the yank. Yanked out. You don't see the yank. You like you don't see him pull it. No. You just gets, see him getting yanked out. He gets ripped out. up and he looks limp. Oh, so you watched the thing. I told you he looks like a marionette hanging yeah. up there. No, you, you you don't see him pull it. You just see him Do you just, see the other guy pull his it? His arm goes down and then you see him get yanked up. Interesting. So I think it looks like he did pass out. So oh, the you, other guy hold on. The other guy. Yeah, yeah, it looks more like a yank. It looks more like a yank for him? Yeah, he just looks so limp when they pull him up. It just looks awkward. So, I wonder, did they just instantly react to seeing him go limp? Like, were the people, were the scuba steves down yeah, there, like, signaling? Yeah, I bet signaling? they said pull him up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, But I also, again, I don't see him, like, trying to pull the thing and it failing or whatever. Yeah. So... Can he really say that it failed? Right. But allegedly, he claimed that uh, NBC would not release the raw footage. Yeah, he for wanted sure. the raw footage. Yeah, that's that's shady to me. But it was dismissed, so maybe I don't know. The I think why it would have been dismissed is how do you prove brain damage? Like if you didn't have any tests before you went, how that, are you supposed to say that is the hard part? And like it, all the like evidence and stuff was like his girlfriend being like he's not as happy as he used to be. Yeah, I mean it. His memory is not as good as it I used am. To be. Positive, not positive. It looks like awkward, right. and the way that it's edited, also because, like, for instance, so I saw him get yanked up. He looks limp. The next time we see him, he is surrounded by people. Yeah, like this either the scuba guy or right. probably producers or and whatever. He's still hanging there, but he's like, oh yeah, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, whatever. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't. I know. believe you, Darren. 
I don't. Sounds like a frivolous lawsuit bullshit. Somebody just trying to get rich off the backs of a corporation that worked hard to get to where they are today. And they don't exploit people. And I think I might have said it was on Fox earlier, but it was on NBC. It was NBC yes. that he sued. I think that was his issue. The show was on Fox and he sued NBC. <laughs> that was that that was why it was dismissed. Um Yeah, so it was uh it's weird to me, I guess, that they still aired that. Yeah, I think maybe the lawsuit was after it aired. It had to be. Yeah. Uh, but that's basically the show. I think after season one, they kind of stopped... Uh, the strip stuff. I think there was some backlash to yeah. that because in season one, they really promoted like, this is a show about Come people stripping out. and doing challenges. Yeah. They also changed how the voting works. Instead of going one by one by one by one, they would bring up all the monitors at the same time. And you would see everybody who voted Everybody's for vote instantly. and people that were voted were had red, like a red monitor. Interesting. Which I thought was a great, update because speed things up with, yeah i would rather see them i would rather see the intense challenging and stuff than yeah. the intense challenges than why people hate other people on the show yeah so what do you have ways to improve this show i'm not conflicted on how to improve it i'm very conflicted on what i'm going to rank it oh, um yeah. but let's start with make it better I didn't like the final round. I didn't like the just the the top sorry, dog the top dog versus the versus other people the in trivia. Dog pound. The the trivia is fine. I don't think it's best for the top for the last round. Also, you give these contestants throughout the entire show up to this point so much autonomy and control over you know whether they win right. the challenges or not, and then it's just like. Nope, sorry, it's out of your hands. Yeah, you're the top dog. Hopefully these people are dumb. Yeah. Uh, so, and also it's trivia too. So I feel like you have a better idea of how people do on challenges if you're seeing them do all these ropes course and physical challenges. But like, how do you know this person doesn't know about history or a specific thing with it? Like, I understand. I think there were some pop culture questions in right. the training camp. So like that one would be easy but it wasn't like super general pop it was like fashion or uh sh like i remember the other ones but they were pretty specific topics yeah well so on the on the episode of darren uh rest in peace the the top dog um you know we had to compete against just the four people and and i remember one of the categories was like movies and he chose this one woman because he's because he was like, yeah, well, I mean, like, she's got kids, so maybe she's too busy to be going to the movie theaters okay. and stuff like that. And she was like, actually, I go to the movie theaters all the time. It's the number one thing that I do. Sometimes I go to two movies in a day, like, blah, 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 blah. And, and they're like, all right, so your question is, uh, who directed the 1971 film yeah. A Clockwork Orange? Uh -huh. And she was like... I was born in 1971. How would I ever know that? 
and everybody knows that you can't ever watch movies I, if I, you were born yeah, in that year. Yeah, because I was born 15 years after that, and I knew that Stanley Kubrick was the answer to mm-hmm. that question. Because he's one of the you know five weirdest most famous directors in the weirdest in history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was fun. And he, that guy, uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who was the top dog on that show, but the dog pound missed the first three questions, and it was just over immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree that 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 is a bit anticlimactic. For after, sure, it's like for else. sure, like the Daniel May. Denouement. Denouement. For sure. You're like, every all these awesome physical challenges and intensity is just, you climaxed in the middle. Yeah. And that happens to me a lot. Right. And so how I wish it, I could make it better so also. So how is it the middle if you climax? Because I just put on a brave face. It's not the... <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a lengthy denouement. Um, yeah. So how would you make it better though? Just say that's the thing. Do something I don't. Else. I don't feel don't great. What? I just. I don't know what. I think maybe in if it's. So maybe you get the title of a physical challenge, but you don't get a description of it, and you get a trivia option to choose. So it's like a truth or dare. Kind of, kind of. So it's like, oh, you, uh, trivia or walk challenge. the line or right. movies, and you're like, hmm, um, and you have to choose one person. So you'd be like, I'll do walk the line with Rebecca, right. gotcha. and then it's like, you know, walk in a straight line. You're like, fuck, that's way too easy. <laughs> Damn it, that was a mistake. <laughs> what if it was just like a, um, you just had to like William tell all the people. Like uh, they have to lo- they have to line up with apples on their heads. Oh my and you god! Get a, and you get a bow and arrow. And, you and get... if you miss, they die. Well, they're in the dog pound. They kind of <sighs> deserve it at that point. Then the, and what happens is when they die, they put them in the death bench. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the death bench, L- the uh, limp body. Uh-huh. And uh, if you hit the apple for each apple, you get five thousand dollars, and for each person you kill. I mean, just do that as a game show. Why does that have to be? That's the game show. Just William Tell. (laughs) William Tell All. Whoa. So there was a, uh, one of the, one of the games was called Celebrity Mm Three-Way. And it was like, basically you just had to. It was uh, like that other game show. It was like before and after on Wheel of Fortune, where it would be Uh, like, uh, Robert Lively. And yeah. then you have to say Blake, Robert Blake, Blake Lively. Well, that's isn't that exactly what that game show is? The one that's hosted by the guy that's in all of the um, A Mighty Wind and Oh, America Says. Yeah, no, America Says is like uh, Family Feud. You're thinking of um, we did a game lingo. Show. Is that what it was? Where it's every next yeah, word. every next word is yeah, yes. That was uh, lingo, and you hated the host of it. Did I? Yeah, and because remember that it just came back earlier this year, and oh no, not lingo. Um, what's the name of the show? Uh, it was um, I don't know. It was a show. Okay, I'll tell you that. But you hated the sh- because they made a big deal about how the original host is back. And uh, it wasn't that worthwhile to be excited about yeah. because 
he was fine. He did his job well, but he wasn't com- particularly um, interesting, I guess I'd say. Um, but chain word, chain reaction, chain reaction. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know how you make it better necessarily, but yeah, you're right in that it is not super great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of a boring way to end the show. Um, what would you give this show on a scale of one to five buzzers? This is really hard because I really enjoyed this show. I thought it was fun. I think it had drama because they were like, tell us why you hate this person or tell us why you voted for this idiot. And I thought that was fun, mean, but Mm -hmm. a fun aspect of the show. The challenges were funny. It reminded me of real world, real world road rules challenge, which were always incredibly entertaining. Um, so, but I thought Brooke was just so dull. And I think that if you just had a computer read the rules of the game, that wouldn't have been any different. Computer wouldn't look that good. I know, but I don't know. Which was the point. There was no personality there. So I think I'm going to knock it down and I'm going to give it four buzzers. Yeah. Brooke's gotten a lot better as like a a host of stuff over the last couple decades. Because she was good on The Chase. We liked her a lot better than yeah, uh, the woman who's doing it Chase on was good. ABC now. But, yeah, I I liked it. I li- You know, I, I just felt like it dragged a lot. And even it when... It was a 42-minute show. Yeah, it was a full hour-long show. And, like, even when they were doing some of the challenges, like, even the underwater challenges, like, yeah. all right, and I'm just watching people sit underwater yeah, for I a agree. minute. And that means like, they got two full minutes per physical, right? Yeah, most of them were like two minutes. Yeah. So a I lot agree. of it was like, like the all right, here's a guy like climbing across rope, a rope ladder for two minutes. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they've got, got dramatic music going and uh-huh. like the reactions of the other people. And it's just like, okay. Like, like things like that I felt were better were maybe like the treadmill trivia or something like Correct. that where it's I was active just say that. and there's something going you know, on. You're engaged in, in that, but some of them just didn't live up to that standard. And like, yeah, they played up like the strip games and stuff like that. Um, and some of those, you know, that's unique and interesting in that sense. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, Oh, they missed it. They've got to take off a sock. Um, but and they go they go down their pants and pull a sock out and you're like how <laughs> why and uh, and then yeah it's all censored anyway when they're when we get to the good stuff <laughs> I don't know how guy how big this guy's dick is yeah that's always my problem with all there's a lot of naked TV shows now yeah naked and afraid well yeah there's naked and afraid there was naked dating now there's like naked and afraid of love naked jeopardy which is naked and afraid but dating by the way naked version. jeopardy would suck because everybody's behind, behind the podium, the podium. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they put out, like, Naked and Afraid, Uncensored. And it's just, like, extended cuts of the thing all still completely censored. Oh, I see. And I'm like, okay, that's... It's like when you hear, like, an unplugged concert, and you're like, these people are are (laughs) plugged in. I hear electric guitar sounds. (laughs) Or when uh, Eurotrip Unrated came out, and then on the cover of the DVD was Michelle Trachtenberg untying her bikini top... Even in the unrated version, she never goes topless. Unbelievable. It's false advertising bullshit. Did you reach out to the company? And, yes. Yeah. I want to see some boobs and dongs. All right? Mm-hmm. 
which that is the name of our new restaurant, all-inclusive. It's like Hooters, but guess <laughs> Boobs what? Boobs There's something for everyone. Uh, yeah, so I'll give it a three. Harsh. I'll give it a three. It was all right. Could have been better. Yeah, I liked but it. But it was kind of wrong. it was a kind of like a combination of like one of those like MTV Real World Road Rules challenges exactly. with a game show. That's basically, exactly what I said. So yeah, it was okay. You maybe check it out on YouTube because that's the only place you can find it. Yeah. Uh, they aired reruns on the Game Show Network for a while. I don't think they do anymore. But that's Dog Eat Dog. That's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. This has been an episode of Come On Down. Check us out. The Game Show podcast that has received zero emails so far. <laughs> email. So come on down show at gmail.com. Well, we've gotten one email. From whom? Chase Gordon. And he said? Uh, I don't know. I think he just pretended to be not himself. And it was just a dumb bit. That's pretty funny. He did that on our website, too. Uh, yeah, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> I mean, loyal listener, though. <laughs> the one loyal listener you fucking talk shit about. He deserves it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. That's not a dog. That's more pig. <laughs> it's a truffle hunt. <laughs>